All right, everybody, welcome back to Strong Asian Lead. Uh, this is your weekly-ish podcast on uh, Asian American entertainment, film, TV, and streaming. We really want to talk about it, find the issues, and work it out. I need to find a better log line. I'm just doing it on the fly every time. Every time it's changing, I just don't have a solid log line. Because I, f- I feel like every time that I, I, I make a log line or a real whatever intro session, um, it always just sounds red. It just sounds I'm like I'm reading, and I don't like that. So, um, yeah, I just kind of need to do it. I need to find it. I need to find like one of those you know pre-recorded intros every time. I don't like them though. <laughs> if I'm on my podcast, I just skip them. <laughs> I just go top top of my ear or something, just skip it because it's just like a minute long. And I don't care. I actually like um like dumbfounded or something like that because it's just like a little have fun with them and it's just good. Let's go. It's like welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm like that's I enjoy that. So I think that's I don't know whatever. Um, so yeah, my name is Masami Moria. Uh, you can call me Moss, and I'll be talking about um. Uh, Asian American identity today. So this is a podcast. Uh, I do this every week. I try to do it every week. Um, so far, it's been every week at least once, right? I've been trying to do twice a week, and it's just not been happening that way. Uh, I thought I could do it, and I just can't. Um, the thing is, here's the thing. Uh, I can do the live stream post on the next day kind of deal, um, and that's been cool. Uh, so that means I can stream on Monday, record on Monday with myself or with a guest, and then on Tuesday, just have it out in the morning that's fine. That's all it has to be. And that's fine. But I have other guests and I want to promote them. And I want to make sure that they get seen and put on their Instagram and all that stuff. And it, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it because it takes fucking forever to find a clip, clip that out, take off the video, find a, do a, a closed caption, do the subtitles, find, uh, put it up to headliner, put it the thing, Find it on uh, Canva, make the image, make the quote, make the other quote, make a next thing, do an extra caption, do, then, okay, fine, export it out. Okay, now you messed up one time, so you have to go fix it again. Then let's put it up to Instagram, airdrop to my phone, find the Instagram stuff. What time is it? What time are we going to put it out? All right, let's wait the captions. Let's make sure we tag everybody. Let's make sure we do the hashtags. Let me make sure we tag on the, on the photo. And post. Then what? <laughs> Then what? No one's extra. No one. No one comes to the podcast. No one comes extra to it. And I just feel like I wasted a whole afternoon just making something I don't care about, right? So I don't do it. I need someone else. I need someone else to help me here. It is just me. And do you see how? I mean, I'm still putting out. I still got so much going on. We're launching the new website and platform in like two weeks. Like those aren't just me. I'll say that that's part of my team, but I, I outside, they're outside third consultants, right? They're helping doing their own things and they're just helping me do it because I paid them to do it. I appreciate them, but they're not a part of my team, like my core team. It's rough. I just hired a virtual assistant and it's going to be great because they helped out last week or last couple months ago, but I feel like it's just it's just gonna be talking to myself and telling people what to do. And I don't like that. I don't like telling what people what to do and how to fix things. I feel like a burden. I don't like that. And I just feel like I'm not serving anybody if I don't do it. But then I don't feel like I'm serving anybody if I stop. All I want to do is help people. 
and I've been doing it alone for at least a year now. A few helps, support, pat on the back. Good job. I need fucking real help, man. Real help. I'm glad the client stuff's working. People are actually coming in and taking my phone calls and taking my advice and it's helping them with their screenplays. They sound great. They look confident. They understand it. I feel like terrible that some people don't want to work with me. Not everybody has to work with me. Different time periods, different needs, different stuff. Sad when they don't want to feel like they can they can work with me. That's it. It's a bummer because I really can help them. I really can help a lot of people. God, trust me. I know you don't know me. Trust me. If anybody's listening to the podcast right now, you guys have been listening to me for a good few weeks now, maybe a year. And because you're listening, you're continuing to listen, but it's the other people who aren't taking a chance. I don't understand why. I really don't understand. I hope that the next uh, wave, the pod, the, the website and the, and the platform, the Asian Film Network platform is going to work. Because um, I really can, I know I can help people. And I know this is the right way to do it. But I want people to believe in me. And that's the struggle. And I feel like that kind of wraps us into our episode today. Uh, what I embrace about being my Asian American identity. And we're going to, they're going to start off with what I learned about what I didn't know. Because I think that's that's the that's the first part. So what I didn't know, I didn't realize how much I wasn't being valued, and what people who cared or didn't care about me. And spoiler alert: no one cared about me. I don't give a shit. All the friends who I had before don't care. They don't check on me. They don't check in. One dude checked in. He said, hey, I saw the thing, like, this stuff, that's pretty cool. And I was like, hey, well, you know, we can still be friends and do the stuff. And I was like, hey, did you watch, listen to that podcast that, the, you know, the one that we used to listen all the time? Ghosted. What the fuck? So why don't I hang out? I don't do that. I don't, I don't even take in old friends. It's really hard for me to trust people because all they do is say hi and ghost me. Sucks. They don't care. And I don't care. I care to a degree, sure. I care to a degree. But you know what? At the end of the day, if they're not going to give me my time that I deserve and and give me attention, the bare minimum of human attention, I'm not going to care. Uh, what I didn't know, didn't understand my family. Didn't understand my parents, grandparents, sisters, cousins didn't understand because I just you just look at them as family for a long time and growing up thinking I was a white man I just thought oh this is family Christmas Easter church on Sunday go to school go to band camp do good grades do good things get a job yeah that's all it was that's all life was just Get a job, make rent, go to college, don't get a girl pregnant. 
scared my parents with that one when my ex-girlfriend did get pregnant but wasn't with mine <laughs> so bad she didn't deserve that that was a toxic situation but i didn't understand it and understand being asian american now those don't have to be about being asian american there's just i don't understand family but you know what i was still an asian american in everybody else's eyes when i went to new york they saw me as asian got spat at you know i got spat at the other day I was like riding through downtown downtown la this guy spat at me so i don't want to see you on my streets ever again Ran my bike, just going through it. Spat at me. He spat on me. Spat at me. Just bad. Yeah, spat on Dykeman, Dykeman, uh, uh, Dykeman Hill over in uh, Inwood Hill Park. They see me as Asian. Even if I didn't see myself as Asian, they saw me as Asian, so it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I think. It's what they think. They think I'm Asian. I am Asian. I didn't think it back then. So, so even just on the outside perspective looking in, people see me as a certain way. And as Asians, they see you as a certain way. And that's, that's really the problem. They see you as less. We don't see ourselves as less. Yeah, I might have at one point. Some of us do. Some of us see ourselves as less because we're Asian and we try to hide it. I know people, I know a lot of people. You don't have to be Asian to be great. But if you want to be great, you gotta know yourself. You gotta see from the inside and the outside. And that's what I understand. Why are people people treating me a certain way? Why do I feel shitty all the time? Why did I feel like I'm always the last person? Why did I feel like I couldn't speak up? Why did I feel like my ideas and my stories didn't matter? That's that's why. I understand it. I didn't see myself as Asian. I saw myself as a human being, American, just doing my job, doing my life. But people treat me differently. Because I'm Asian. I treat other people differently because they're Asian. So I know. Let's <laughs> be real. Let's be real. I'm not gonna lie to you on your podcast about anything. I'm, I don't. I don't remember the last time I made any lie to anybody. I don't do that. I don't serve anybody justice if I lie. Yeah, I internalized racism. Long time ago. Then when I understood that, broke past it. Now I love my Asian identity. Love my Asian community. Another thing I learned about my Asian identity where I didn't know. My history. We've talked about it on this podcast a lot of time. When was the last time you thought about it? A lot of people do. But when was the last time you thought about what you didn't know? Right? And when you did learn about your history, how much is still not uncovered? I know a lot of people who know a lot about history, they still learn more. History is not linear. History is everywhere. 
everybody has a history. Every community has a history. Every sub-community has a history. And there's so much to learn. But what I didn't know, what I didn't understand, when I didn't embrace my Asian American identity, I didn't know where to find it. I didn't care. Sorry about the background noise. I didn't care. You know what? No one else cares. No one else cares. Until I tell them. Until I show them that I care. When they see that I care, they start to care. But if I didn't care, they don't give a shit. That's why it's so important for me to care. That's why it's so important for me to care so hard. So hard. Because if I don't care, they're not going to care. And if I don't care hard enough, who's going to do the work? If I'm not fighting for you as Asian Americans in the entertainment industry, who really is? I know who I know who it is. I also know they're not getting the recognition they're, getting, they're supposed to get. I know the people who we think are fighting for us. No. <laughs> I hear the rumors. I hear what people are saying. Mm-mm. We can do better. We have to do better. If we're going to grow, if we're going to expand, if we're going to get way better and be a different industry, we can't stick to the status quo. If any of you know me, I'm an activist. I don't care what you think about me as an activist. I don't care what you think an activist is. I don't care what you think that I have to do as an activist. I don't care if you think I have to tone it down to fit your needs. To fit Hollywood's needs. I need to play Hollywood's game. Yeah, I'll play their game. And then they'll play mine. I fight. I'm not going to just sit around and wait for Hollywood to come find me. And I'm not just going to keep applying to contests and waiting for my one chance. No. I said it before and I'll say it again. I found another way. Whether you believe me or not, it's working. I'd love to teach you. Let's get back on topic, right? Uh, I understand where my family came from. People kept asking me, where are you from? No, where are you really from? No, 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 where your parent, your their parents really from? Every time I answered them was California. My family's been here for over a hundred years. I'm really from here. But then I didn't actually know, <laughs> right? I know what kind of question they're actually asking for, but I didn't really know. You know my parents, my father's side, who are from Japan. But where in Japan? Japan's so big. It's small in California, but it's so big, right? Where? It's from Hiroshima. A lot of my family's from Hiroshima. I think all of my blood relatives in from Japanese side are from Hiroshima. 
that's what I found. Not everybody survived the war. Some of them did. Some of them were blinded. Some were untouched. Their business probably failed. But that's just my father's side. My mother's side's from German, Germany. Where'd they come from? You know, they gave me a book recently. My grandmother had a book uh, from her, her sister. And so I guess my grandma's sisters of my great aunt wrote a book about our family on that side. A lot of pictures, a lot of stuff, drew, drew the stuff. and Pretty cool. As much as it's, it's more in the, yeah, white side of the family or just like, yeah, prosper, prosperity and keep making land and doing the stuff and making money and making more kids. <laughs> Still kind of cool. Ever hear of blue diamond almonds? They're a big part of that. We grew the largest, uh, one of the largest almond farms in California. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. They all came from Germany. Like four brothers. All lost their money in New York at first. Because <laughs> they left from J- Germany. There was so much food. No, so much uh, money, but not enough food. A lot of famine. You know, I didn't embrace that side either. Yeah, you can tell recently. I didn't know that. I don't really I care, but I don't care as much. You know why? Because I look Asian. I'm treated as an Asian. They don't care. Nobody cares. If I say I'm German, they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> That's what they'll say. They don't treat me like a German. They don't call call me. <laughs> Even if they're a racist or non-racist, anti-racist, they don't call me a Nazi. Call me a Jap. You know, I didn't even question when that guy, when I was in Malibu, late at night. Long story short, big racist dude. About to kill me just for being Japanese. He wasn't going to kill me because I'm German. He didn't care. I looked Japanese to him. I had a Japanese last name. Give him a fake Japanese last name. Still didn't care. He was ready to kill me. I was ready to throw down. So what I didn't understand about being Asian American. They see you as Asian American. They see you as Asian. They see you as a threat. Not even physical threat. Mental threat. And that's what scares them more. I didn't understand what my belief system was. I grew up Catholic, Roman Catholic. Yeah, you sit on the pews, kneel, get up, stand, hold hands. Same routine every weekend. I did not believe in it. I just didn't care. It's not what I believed in. I always had questions. I was that kid. I was that kid who's always asking the teacher questions and they would get stumped. <laughs> well, if Adam and Eve were doing their, getting their apples and stuff, where did they come from? Can't just come there. Why is he, why is a snake talking? <laughs> I'm always that kid. Could Adam and Eve be monkeys and, and apes and gorillas? 
And could could they be could the evolution still be both? Like no. <laughs> I'm that kid. Asked my science teacher in high school, "Why is gravity pulling us down instead of the the sky pushing us down?" She skipped me. <laughs> she wouldn't answer. I bet she was scared. She was the like one of the few black teachers in that in that middle school, and my mom, white mom, coming in. But they, she thought, "Oh, Karen's coming through." But I was, she was right. Like she skipped. I asked asked a question, and she didn't want to answer it at all. She didn't give me, I mean, like, I can't answer her. I don't know. <laughs> I'm that kid. I don't care if I'm annoying. I have a question. I have a question. They always say, hey, anybody have any questions? And they're like, no, no dumb questions. And then they give them to me. And they're like, that's a dumb question. It's not a dumb question. You just don't know the answer. <laughs> so then I ask, what are you doing about Asian American entertainment? And they're like, Oh yeah, we got some Filipinos coming through, and and they they come from the Philippines, like Asian American. Oh yeah, yeah, they're from Canada, American. So funny, so funny. My belief system is now. I believe in myself. I believe in a community. I believe in people. There's so much power that we have. Sure, there might be a god. I can't. Say, I can't prove prove that wrong. But I'm not gonna wait on them. I'm not gonna wait on the gods. They can help me. They can help me do what I'm doing. But I'm gonna rely on myself. Believe in myself. I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. I don't care if no one else thinks I don't know what I'm doing is right or wrong. I don't care if they think that they're doing something better. I know what I'm doing. I am confident as fuck. Sure, <laughs> a little bit of imposter syndrome here and there, and I don't uh, like to be extra confident because it puts people off because they're not confident in themselves. It puts people off. Okay. I'm not going to belittle my confidence just because you're not confident. That's the fact. And it scares people. It scares people how much how confident I am. They want to see that. They'd love to have it. They won't do anything to do about it. <clears throat> You know, there was just so much I didn't know. Just by seeing how much I didn't know about myself, opened my eyes to see how much I didn't know about everybody else. You know, there are over 40 different countries in Asia and even more ethnicities and cultures within those. Each one's different. Anybody from Hiroshima is different than some people in Tokyo. Different lifestyle. Just the same as anybody who's from the Midwest versus the South of America. Let's be specific, right? There's so much we don't know. And there's so much I didn't know. And when I take into the fact that I don't know it, and I say that I don't know it, 
and believe that I don't know it. It's fine. It means room for education. I don't have an ego. I don't know everything. I know a lot of things. But I'm also here to learn. If you can teach me something new, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to want to learn it. Or I'm going to at least be moderately interested for like five minutes about, ooh, tell me more. I might not go become a professor of it. But I'm going to be interested. I really don't like when people aren't interested in learning something new. Or aren't interested in admitting that they can be wrong about something. And I really don't like that people aren't willing to ask for help. I, no. As a community organizer, we all ask for help. When we need it, we ask for it. It's hard. Not the easiest thing. We still do it. I need help. I'm telling everybody I need help. No one's coming to help me right now. It's okay. It's fine. I'll keep doing what I need to do. Until I burn out or die. I don't care. I am so close to going broke. I am I am literally <laughs> for Japanese out there. I'm literally going for broke right now. I'm going as hard as I can until I go broke. And the people who are betting on me, the people who are investing in me, even just listening to this podcast, a live stream, I know you sixteen people out there. See you. Those are my real numbers. I'm not going to lie and say I have 100 listeners or 1,000 listeners. I don't care. There's 16 people that I care about more. I wish I knew who you were. I wish I knew who. I feel like I have a good guess to know who you are. I don't know who you are. Be nice if you commented. Told me. Send me a DM. Say, hey, listen to the podcast. Been a weekly subscriber. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That gives me more hope than anything else because you know what? You're listening and you responded. Right now, I feel like I have no one listening or no one caring. Fine. Cool. Whatever. We'll see how long this podcast lasts. I'd love to keep doing it. But you know what? It's not sustainable. Can't grow. Not getting anything from it. That's my weekly therapy session, basically. But you know what? It's it's coming to a point that I don't like doing it. I like hearing my own voice. That's kind of fun. Get to practice. Be on screen. I like this live streaming thing. It's kind of cool. Someone didn't want to do it and told them you should do it. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun just even just talk. I guess like I could talk to myself. <laughs> so I'm like looking in a mirror or something, right? Because I'm not talking to anybody. And that's what also really pains me a lot. Is that I can't find someone just to talk about these things. Not on a weekly basis. It's on a weekly fucking basis. It's a lot more fun when you have two listeners, two podcast hosts. We're thinning it off. It's so much fun. I'm listening to the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast, and it's three dudes. It's the same three dudes in the show. I don't care if they're all white. They're so funny. The show was good. It'd be really weird just to listen to one of them. Just listen all the time. It sounds like they're fucking begging. It sounds like I'm begging, right? I'm doing this podcast because I think it's right and I'm teaching what I know and sharing everything that I know and then also plugging my shit. Not a shame. Sucks though. Feels like every time I do it, there's no point. You know what? That's the reality. That's the reality here. 
What did I learn about and embrace about my Asian American identity? Those are the things I didn't know, right? And when I saw it and I embraced it, I saw that I didn't know those things. I didn't know any of that. I didn't realize that people were treating me differently. Which is ignorance is bliss, I guess. But when I woke up, ooh, that was a wake-up call. I was like, I don't know shit. Here's what I learned. Here's a couple things that I learned. Right? We are I just talked about like there's 40 countries, multiple ethnicities, multiple cultures within that. Just look at South Asia alone, right? You don't just have it's not just Indian. They're Mumbai and Bengali and and yeah, I don't know. There's, I think there's 25 states. Someone told me that's that's incredible. I didn't even know there were states. <laughs> I didn't even know there were states in in India. Like that's cool, and that's just not that's just India. It's not South Asia, right? That's also a Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is not a part of India. It's an island, right? It's a city of islands, as far as I remember. If I remember correctly, sorry. It's a lot different. Everybody's different. Different countries, different whole, different different civil wars. Oh my god, there, I didn't know how many civil wars there are. There's so many fucking civil wars. I didn't know. Um, was it Pakistan? Oh, I, ha- I just saw it this weekend. There, it, oh, it's on the Lisa Ling um, takeout with Lisa Ling. Then Bengali, Bengali um, was a city of Pakistan. It was the north and south Pakistan, Pakistan, right? Um, or maybe Iran. Oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot which one it was. But they had a civil war, and they they. They wanted to segregate themselves, so they did, and they became Bengal, uh, Bengali, Bengal. Um, so fascinating, so fascinating. Like, yeah, just, just, just so much. Oh my gosh! And it's just, I have a Sri Lankan friend. She tells me about the uh, the Sri Lankan civil war and, and 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 war all the time. Like, it's really interesting. There's so much that I didn't know. And those aren't even my countries, right? So if you look at how many countries we didn't know about our own, how much we don't know, how much do you think you don't know about somebody else's, right? Do you know all 40 different countries? Can you name them all? I can't. I can't, that's for sure. Even if I did, could name them all, do I know all their histories? Probably not. Taking a long time. So I think it's really important that every, everybody's represented. Everybody gets a fair chance to speak about something. Then you can tell your own stories because they're all different. They're all different just because they're Asian. Just because you have one Asian in your company doesn't mean they represent all Asians. They probably represent one. And are they going to give the proper? Are they going to give the proper resources to hand out for all Asians? No, they're not going to do that. So don't ever tell me, oh, but this company has this one person. That's like saying this company has this one black person. So we're good. No, you wouldn't accept that. So I don't know why I should have to accept that. I was in a clubhouse room and they did that to me. I was like, fuck no. No, you can't do that. Don't do that to me. Of course, I just stayed quiet. They don't see their ways. They don't see that we're having just the same issues as everybody else. Just in the entertainment industry. Yeah, I'm not just necessarily just stop Asian hate and police violence and all that stuff. That's a lot of different things that we're all different for. You know, when it comes to business and entertainment, it's a whole other topic. We're being systemically challenged and systemically not given the opportunities to do something. 
We have to do it ourselves to make it any, to make it any progress because they're not going to help us. But they're also not giving us the structural platforms to help us do better in their companies. I'm being very helpful and this is something I want to do. I'm getting some help. You know what? It's not very tangible. Not yet. I hope so. I hope for the next couple of weeks that's going to be tangible. I have a couple of people who are saying they're ready to share our resources out and do the thing. I'll see when it happens. I'll believe it when it happens. Let's get back on topic because I keep going back into that, right? Um, mixed race. I'm mixed. What does it mean to be mixed? Right? What are you? Ethnically ambiguous. Having curly brown hair instead of straight black hair. Having my mustache like it's not work the way I need to make it work. Having my heritage taken away from me and hidden from me so that I could be more American. What's it mean to be mixed in white? What's it mean mixed in black? Mixed in Hispanic? So many mixed Asians out there. What if you're two different mixes of Asians? Chinese and Japanese. Sri Lankan and Korean blows my mind how many different cultures that you're just bringing into different things imagine if that mixed kid made with made out with another mixed kid and they had kids of four different cultures meshing with all that food and gloriousness like how awesome would that be that there'd be so much literal fusion but like food fusion so good but that in itself is its own culture in itself a third culture <clears throat> how much do we study that how much do you look into that it's more to that story than what you think there is but are we giving them the same amount of representation and time no we're listening to the same people who have full-blooded everything I appreciate mixed Asian media. Thank you, Alex Chester and Sam Tanabe and everybody else on the team. You're doing the work that I, I can't really do. Don't want to, not necessarily don't want to do, but they're so they're focused on that. I'm not focused on that. I it's a part of us. I'm not focused on that. So I think that's really important and valuable. So are you are you looking into the mixed your mixed friends? Let's go even further. I'm a cishet man. I question every once in a while, whatever. You know what? I've not dated anybody in forever. About four years. Still like women. But what about the gay community? The LGBTQ community? Are they given the representation? What about trans men and trans women? Are they given representation? Not really. Do you here and there? It's not fair. But I don't think I would actually really look into it if I didn't understand my Asian American identity. Because I'd still probably look at uh, the black community and the Hispanic community in those, in those same areas. I don't see them doing much for us. It's who, all who I saw. It's all the community I had. It was everybody else but the Asians. And so I think that's why it's so important for me to embrace this. Because you know what? They look like me. And so when I see discrimination against them, it's the discrimination against me. Because if I was them, they would discriminate against me. 
It's different issues. Still have a problem with it. I still have a problem with that there are more, uh, in my opinion, I'd say a lot of other male opinions are like this, straight male opinions. There are more uh, heterosexual, uh, homosexual men and effeminate men who are getting put on the screen than straight men. I don't care what your thoughts are. No, you can't hear you. I can't hear you. But you know what? It's, I'm not saying it's fact. It's definitely how it feels. There's either heteros, uh, homosexual men, effeminate men, or asexual men. That is a stereotype that's been going on since 1920. That is a fact. At least 1915. Maybe 1915, because he was a sex icon back then. But then after that, Sister Wahayakawa was told, you're going you're to be the enemy. No misogynistic laws. You couldn't kiss on screen. Couldn't have that. Couldn't do that. Have the Asian man be a uh, uh, sexual icon. Look at Song Chang Chi. I don't care if you think that's awesome that they have. I had a friend, a white friend, argue with me that um, Shang Chi is great because it because they were um, platonic love. I'm like, no. Why does every other Marvel character get to have some sort of uh, relationship and romantic love, but but Shang-Chi. Think about that. Think about that. Right? I don't care. That makes me mad. And it makes me also mad that, that I, I see, and not that I have anything against women, I really don't. I, I, what I'm mad about the corporation and the white systemic issue is that they really only hire women and gay men to represent all of us. I don't see any straight men who are at the top in any leadership position in some of these studios that are making change. I really don't see it. And that's a problem for me. Because you know what? You would say the same thing about uh, LGBTQ or trans or and women for stereotypes and discrimination. But if you're not saying it for men who are talking about this issue all the time, it's not a terrible issue. It's a bad issue, but it's not like it's not like death or something. And we're not fighting for something that's like, oh, you're you're just men complaining. Like, but we're complaining about the thing that makes us feel really terrible. Makes us feel like we're ugly. You know how long I felt like I was ugly? Still feel like I'm ugly. I'm still gonna go out for auditions and shit. Every Asian American man I've ever spoken to just says the same thing. I'm a stereotype. They see me as the delivery driver. I think myself as ugly. My dad told me. My dad. My dad. This is what my dad said. I'm ugly. And you're my son. So you're ugly too. That's real. It's real for a lot of men. So if we're not going to talk about that issue then what are we actually fixing? Right? I think that's really just important. And that's why embracing my Asian American identity is so valuable to me. Because you know what? I'm seeing these this issues. And it's not just my issues. When I talk to other people, they have the same issues. And if it's not, if it's not just me and it's a lot of other people, then there's a bigger, systemic, bigger problem. And it's probably systemic. That's why I'm really embracing my Asian American identity just to see it for myself. That I'm like looking at it. 
and hearing from everybody. If I wasn't asking questions, it wasn't finding these answers that I already knew, I can guess every time, every time I talk to a, a potential client or just anybody on the street, anybody who's Asian, I can guess about a good portion of what their Asian American identity is. Maybe not their Asian identity of being Vietnamese or Cambodian or Hmong or what have you. As an Asian American, I can pretty much pinpoint your, your experiences and relate it to the media. See, what I, what I got to embrace about my Asian American identity is that there's, there are others like me. They understand me. I go to other communities, they don't understand me. And they don't ask. They, that's my biggest thing. They don't ask. They don't seem like they care. No one's ever asked me like, hey, you're Asian, right? Like, I'm confused. Can you tell me? Or whatever. Sometimes it's a burden. But you know what? Who else is going to teach them? Other non-Asians? We've got to take that power and say, we'll help you. If you're going to ask, but you got to ask. Because we're not just going to tell you. Because you know what? If we just go and tell you, like, here's what it means to be Asian, did the thing, did stuff, and you're not going to receive it. You're already tired of hearing everybody else. So until you ask, you're not getting it. But you know what? My job is to ask the question. I ask bright people. What do you? They'll say, oh, we're diverse. We're diverse. We're getting some black voices in here, and it feels good. And I feel great about things. Like, what about your Asian and Asian American content? Oh, we're kind of lacking there. We don't have the thing. We got some Canadians. See, the Asian Americans have the number one streaming streaming subscriptions in the United States. And with Asian Asian Americans are the number one ethnic group that watches streaming channels. Where's your market? What are you looking for? Because if you're not believing what I'm seeing, you're missing out. You know, for Asian Americans too, you don't have to be my same ethnicity. You don't have to be Japanese American. You don't even have to be mixed. You respect my identity. You respect my ethnicity. You respect that I'm Asian. But I'm going to be honest. I never felt accepted in my white communities or my white friends. I always felt like I was being used or I made them feel better because I was ignorant. Ignorant about what? stupid things doesn't matter things I wasn't interested in maybe I wasn't musically talented or maybe I was too loud or too political they want to deal with it because it's too diverse they don't understand it they don't take the time to listen either I was always their photographer and I felt like I had to be their photographer because otherwise they wouldn't invite me to things let me slow down a little bit I'm getting mad <laughs> And you know what? There might be one other diverse voice in that group. But they were playing the same cards that I was playing. That is like, just ignore my race. And and really get mad at anybody else who was ethnically different. And I got kicked out of a white group because another uh, uh, person of color didn't like that I was having fun with other their boyfriend. <laughs> I'm straight as shit. <laughs> Yeah, your boyfriend's cute, whatever. He's fun and makes make me laugh. You know what? I don't want to date him. Plus, you're dating him. I don't do that. 
you have your insecurities doesn't mean shut me out. Now I got I lost a whole friend group because of that. Thanks. And they didn't want to believe me. They didn't want to say, oh, you know, David's used, you know, used to be David, right? So he's out of, he's, he's cool dude. No one stood up for me. No one stood up for me. Let me repeat that again with third time. No one stood up for me. Look straight in the camera. No one stood up for me. All you Asians out there, how's that feel? Does that feel right? Does that feel right? Does anybody stand up for you? Anybody non-Asian friends stand up for you? When you're the only Asian in the room, do other non-Asians stand up for you? I saw a short film the other day and the white woman stood up for the Asian woman. I was like, that's fake. <laughs> that never happens. Am I heading home too hard? This podcast making you really think? Get you mad? Should. <laughs> you know, I was even in black groups a lot of times because I didn't want to be in white groups and I'm working with Alicia Keys and Alicia Keys is a lot of black friends and black groups. I still felt like something like less than. Couldn't speak their language. Couldn't talk to them the same way. I don't know what brick meant. I don't know what bet meant. They're like, bet. I'm like, what, like B-E-T? And I'm like, bet. I'm like, like you betcha? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> yeah. And anytime I'd make a joke, it's not funny. It's racist. It's like, dude, you did the same thing. It's kind of, that's the joke. And it's not even a racist joke. It was just like, you'd probably say the same thing. But because I said it, and because I'm not black, you think it's racist. And you don't ask about me, what I'm doing. You just use my talents. Took a whole hate crime for you to come to ask me and say, hey, you know, I didn't realize. I didn't think. You know, I reached out to a lot of a lot of friends during, you know, George Floyd and stuff like that and just, just check in and say hi. And, you know, it's a rough time. No one checked in on me. A couple of Asian friends. Maybe one one black friend. Maybe. And I don't care how what this sounds like. Yeah, race matters. Diversity matters. And the diversity in your friend groups matter too. Who's showing up for you? I know my white friends didn't show up for me at all. I had a white friend ask me a question and then she said, no, 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 no. That, I'm not doing it. I'm like, you asked me. You asked me. If you don't want my answer, don't ask me again. Start doing the Atlanta shootings. <laughs> don't ask if you're not going to receive. You know, what I learned about my embracing my Asian American identity is more than just knowing my family or my history. It's about being part of something bigger. About people with community. What I embraced about my identity is that it gave me a reason to live, a purpose to strive. That doesn't make any sense. A purpose to like really fight for. I fought for other people. No one was fighting for me. And I'm here to fight for you because no one else is fighting for you. I'm not saying no one else, but. A lot of people aren't. 
I felt no upward trajectory in my community, in work, and I felt like people could just use me because they they don't think I'll fight. Or they don't think I'll make a, 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 a harsh decision. I left a job because they weren't paying me. They stopped paying me. I left the job. But they didn't think I was going to leave the job. And you know what? They hired another person of color just to replace me. My person would have taken that job. I always felt like the odd one out. And now I don't. I feel odd now that I people people look up to me a lot and I don't really like it. It's a different type, different feeling. It's leadership versus you're nothing. Learning my Asian American identity gave me purpose. Gave me strength. Gave me something else that not everybody has. I'm going to fight every day to keep it, keep it alive, and to get other people to think about why and what it means to them about being Asian American. What it means to be Asian American in the film industry. And that's why my focus is you can do it in any industry and you, it's really important. But you know what? For the film industry, TV, it's really bad. It's really bad. And I'm here to fix it. I'm here to fix it, unlike my mustache, which keeps not staying straight. (laughs) That's it for the podcast, guys. Everybody. Guys, girls. They, thems. That's it for today. And And maybe for a while. I don't get any pleasure out of this. I think it's fun. I'm talking to myself. I get no feedback. I I almost put out the title being finale. I don't want it to be the finale. I don't want it to be. And I've probably changed my decision during this podcast and I'm probably going to keep going because consistency is more important than just doing it. Even if I don't like it, I don't like this. I have other things to do. Y'all I have so many other things to do to fucking do a video for my virtual assistant and and get a whole task list and all this freaking out, man got a lot of shit to do podcast is on the bottom of my list still doing it i don't care if i care that no one's listening but i don't care at all either it's just like but the thing is for me i just want (laughs) just want enough help just enough help that i can just do this podcast part of it or at least not have to talk for a full hour myself and have someone else to bounce off ideas with I have such trust issues because nobody wants to trust me to work with me and stay with me and they say yes and they drop off. Every one of my people who volunteered with me, except for maybe one, just ghost me. I hate that shit. So I think it's about me and it's not about me. It's about Usually it's about them. They just forget to email me, text me, anything. That's not how. That's not the way of the industry. It, it that's the way the industry usually works. But it doesn't have to. You could just be honest. You could just tell the truth. You could just say I'm busy. Stop ghosting. 
do the work. Because that's what it feels like to be an Asian American for me, that you're trying to help everybody and no one's trying to help you. And I can't help everybody. Everybody, a lot of people ask for my help and I have to say no a lot of times, but at least I tell them no. <laughs> at least I tell them that I'm doing something that's going to help us all, but I can't help every single individual person at the same time. I can do now at a massive scale, but you have to give it some time. Unless you're going to pay me because I'm worth my value and I'm with overweight my weight and value. That might only be 135 pounds, but I'm worth way more than that. I'm telling you. This year is going to be wild. Yeah, and there's long pauses in this podcast. So I'm thinking to myself, and I want you to think. I want you to think about, just think. Do you believe in yourself? Do you think you have to do everything yourself? Are you worried that if you let someone else help you, that it makes you less than? doesn't have to be that way we can work together but you must value yourself and value others because if you don't value yourself you don't value others how are you supposed to value somebody else if you don't value yourself I hope you value yourself there's a lot of people who think they value themselves and then they act differently. They think, but they don't act. It's a big difference. That's going to be the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Masami Moria. You've been listening to Strong Asian Lead.